today we're talking about color- colorism. Wait, that was, that was too enthusiastic. Sorry. Like I love colorism. <gasps> <laughs> no, we don't. Um, no, we don't. I was joking. <laughs> Internet. For those who don't know what colorism is, does someone want to provide a brief explanation slash definition? Okay, well, isn't colorism, it's not necessarily racism. No. Because racism is a lot more broad, I feel like. And colorism the- is a lot more specific. I think colorism is a byproduct of racism in a way. Yes. So what it is, it's like, assuming that people with lighter color skin are like somehow better like that's basically what colorism is and it's bare bones um, and usually it happens within like one ethnic or racial group well i think i think i agree with you as you like it has to specifically do like with having lighter skin and it doesn't matter like what race you like in that context it doesn't really matter what race you are because it most of the time happens within a community um of color specifically Mm-hmm. I don't know if it happens to the white community because I feel like yeah. in the white community a lot of the time it's like oh you should be tanner you look as pale as the snow on the ground or it's like but you know you shouldn't be that tan <laughs> you know? yeah but I think I remember like when I first heard about people like purposefully tanning themselves I'm like a skin cancer b I thought people wanted to be paler because like I was used to like Asian culture where it's like wear sunscreen you know um make sure your skin is white or whatever so kind of was like are you sure you want to do that because like my dad's sorry Tobin if you're about to speak (laughs) because my dad's black and my mom's Asian like I've never really had that like problem within my family as in like you should be paler or something or you know like I haven't really had told no one has really told me that um but like the only time i've really seen like this idea of like lighter skin or i've been like experienced it is probably on the asian side of my family more and then not really on the black side of my family because i actually tend to be a lot lighter i'm more lighter than like a lot of people on the the black side of my family um but in public i have like one of my friends she's a lot lighter skin for being black but she's fully African-American. And another Black person, when we were on the bus, thought she was uh, mixed because she had lighter skin. And I, I don't think it necessarily has to do with, like, being like, oh, you're lighter skin, so you're better. I think it just had to do with, like, like, I think it has to do with colorism in a way, and I want to get deeper into that somehow. I don't know exactly. like... I haven't. I don't really know a lot about it, but there's like these stereotypes about like specifically in the black community about people with like lighter skin versus darker skin. Sometimes, I don't yeah, know. there's definitely that. Like, it tends to be like, oh, my preference is a lighter skin woman or like something like that. And I think a lot of people have problems with that because it's like you can't really <laughs> like specifically that because like it's always been like, oh, lighter skin women, black women are better. But at the same time, black people also like I feel I feel like I've experienced like black people also seeing people with lighter skin as being mixed and not really part of the black community. Also, another thing that kind of like weirds me out is when like specifically white people wear makeup or something that like makes their skin darker or look more tan, quote. And then I'm like, that's like 
teetering on the edge of like blackface, but like, and then they're like, um, well, I don't like black people. <laughs> I don't like brown people. Like, <laughs> putting it out there, like, okay, like you're trying to look like a brown person. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. Well, I mean, so we kind of touched on this, but like, how has white supremacy like encouraged colorism? Probably just enforcing that idea that like being whiter is better. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really like I guess that's basically the general idea of it. Like just being whiter is better. And people with lighter skin in a lot of communities have always been seen as better. Um, I, I think that in general, colorism and racism are sort of intertwined. I'm pretty sure they kind of are. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just because that's what I feel like is very true. Um, and it's not just in um, white and black. I think it rely. it's like pretty prevalent in like every single racial demographic, especially in like Asian culture as well. Um, where I think, especially like when I go home to the Philippines um, during holidays, um, my brother and I hang out all the time together. And my brother has like a darker complexion than I do. Um, so like, usually when we're together, like, or like when we're in stores, like people will speak English to me, but they'll speak in Tagalog to him, which I think is very funny, but also like, it's also giving the impression that like, oh, she's white, she must be a foreigner of some sort. Or, and like, he's darker, he's probably from here. And like, usually, and I think in like Filipino culture, they like, it's like not only colors, but they also like glorify like being in America, they think, oh, if you're like lighter, you're probably like biracial or some of some kind, or like you're white, oh, you must be quote unquote, like more conventionally pretty, which is not objectively true, of course. Um, but I just thought it was weird. And I like asked my mom, like, hey, mom, um, how come they just, how come they like spoke to me in English, but they spoke to Ken Ken in Tagalog? Um, and then my mom said, oh, it doesn't really matter. They just thought you, they just probably thought you were, they just probably thought that you were American and that Ken is from here. I was like, oh, but we're together though. Like we're, we also like literally pretty much look alike. And I was like, oh no, they were probably just not looking at that. They're probably just looking at your skin color. I guess, which I thought was very strange. And that was a very I mean, encounter. And that usually happens whenever I go home to the Philippines because I feel like, just because like whenever I'm like in public, I'm like usually lighter than most of the people there. So like everyone just speaks to me in English. Like, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've experienced, it's kind of like kind of the same for me. Well, not like the same in that way. Like when I go to Thailand, my mom, is like because she's a lot tanner um they kind of see my mom like my family relatives my relatives in thailand they tell my mom like oh you're really tan and dark why you're so tan and dark like you need to be lighter and then they look at me and they're like oh your skin's so beautiful and your hair is so nice and curly and it's kind of because like she, my mom looks Thai and looks Asian, where I don't. And so they're like, it's okay for you, but not okay for my mom. There's also, like, the rise of, like, 
skin bleaching products across Asia mm-hmm. as well. Like there are a lot of like bulletin, bull, not bulletin boards, like advertisements um, in the Philippines uh, where they're like, whiten, you have to whiten your skin so you can look beautiful. And then I saw, and I like was at a layover, I was in a layover in South Korea and there were like all of these like plastic surgery advertisements, like all these skin bleaching advertisements. They're like white equals beautiful. Don't forget. I was like, this is so strange. Cause like in America, cause like the funny thing is cause like in America, like there are, I think tanning is super popularized as well. Um, I just think it's super interesting to know what other like countries or like demographics beauty standards are. It's also like a lot of assimilating to white culture almost. Um, I don't know if it's because of like colonization or whatever. I don't think South Korea got colonized, but I think there's that perpetuation of like the whole white equals better thing and how they're like, I don't know. Cause a lot of the time like white features like like the are somehow deemed better and more beautiful by the beauty industry. It's kind of messed up. Uh, I mean, I think we could t- talk about this later in a podcast, but kind of that idea of like white features um, and how that's supposed to be better, even though like facial features are different, you know, like, I, I don't know what I'm talking about right now, but, you know. But um, I feel like white features, sorry, but I feel like white features also play a part in colorism because like if you have, if like a person of color possesses white feet, like Eurocentric features like a small nose or like like rare rarely enough like not brown colored eyes then like people automatically wow she's so beautiful she or they are so beautiful or like the double eyelid thing or like the nose bridge thing not to be like too what's it called like introspective or whatever but like I've kind of realized that a lot of my insecurities stem from those not being white looking enough you know which is like kind of sad yeah I mean like when I was little because like my brother and my dad all had similar noses to mine and my mom had this like pointier nose I always thought her she was the weird one (laughs) with the pointy nose and it was like oh you have a witch nose (laughs) and like your nose is the weird one and then I realized she actually has a more normal like you know, quote unquote, like normal nose or more, you know, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> and that I was the one with the weird nose. Um, why do you guys think that in like America specifically, tanning is sort of like the beauty standard in comparison to the rest of the world that likes to favor like really white skin? Okay, so I kind of thought about this before um, in terms of, like, I think I was thinking about this for an English poem or something. But, like, I feel like in Asian culture, like, it's always been, like, oh, if you're really white, it means you stay indoors and you have that type of money to stay indoors. And if you're outside, like, and if you're really tan, it means you're outside a lot and, like, working farms because you're poor. Like, I feel like there's that kind of installed like colorism there in terms of it tells you if you're rich or poor 
and being rich is better, you know? Um, but I think specifically, I guess in America, if you're outside more, it means you have more time. Like it's, I think specifically for a white person, it means you have more time to go outdoors. You have the time to go exercise outdoors and be in the sun and like have fun where like kind of if you're really pale it means you don't have the time to go to a beach and tan and do all this like stuff you know you get you kind of get what I'm saying um yeah that's kind of how I was thinking about it it kind Um, of just goes to show you how like I guess kind of superficial and like dumb some beauty standards are because like they change and like but it's also really hard to remove yourself from the bad thoughts also in the in the u.s there's a lot of like there was a lot of like factory workers so some but there was like the richer the poorer people who were the factory workers were inside all day so it's sort of the reverse of what p was saying also this is kind of like off topic i don't know if it really is but um i don't how do i ask this question without offending anyone um I think Tobin you posted this once on one of your Instagram stories about like how a lot of villains specifically like witches are depicted with like the big nose because like anti-semitism um and is like that a part of um those Eurocentric quote feature thing that like somehow like demonizing people who are of Jewish descent is that part of it I don't know I don't know (laughs) Um, Tobin, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, especially, I'm going to use Bruno Mars as an example, because I feel like a lot of people thought he was black, even though he's not. And like the reason he probably has curly hair has to do with the fact that he might be like, has Jewish, like he might be because he's Jewish, um, but also like Filipino. Um, And so like, do you think those features of having like curly hair and I guess a bigger nose, um, has to do with colorism well adding on to Izzy's point I, I really don't know enough about it honestly I guess like is colorism does that include stuff like outside of just your skin tone you know like your facial features or your like body shape or whatever I don't know does that like this is a question for all of you guys does that include is that a part of colorism I guess under the umbrella I think so I think so. Only because when you, like, depending on what your race is, I think it has to do with that um, because of just, like, your, his like, genetic history. But um, I think because colorism is kind of within racism. Is it within racism or is it the opposite way around? I think they're both intersectional. Yeah, but because, like, they're very similar and they're kind of they have to do with each other, I think. Yes, that's what it has to do with. From my understanding, like, racism is more one, like, if you're looking at, like, different communities, it, racism is more from one community to another, and colorism is more inside the community, from what I've heard and seen about it. It's like those goblins. I, I remember um, someone was making a fact about those goblins, and Harry Potter and how it's just J.K. Rowling being anti-Semitic. I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. that's true. 
you know, there's so much I'm learning about J.K. Rowling nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, like Cho Chang. Like we all knew that was messed up from the beginning. I didn't realize because I was in six. I was in fifth grade. I didn't realize. Was like, what's wrong with this? An Asian character. I was like, how do you know it's Asian, Fia? Because of her name. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's kind of weird how, like, um, I guess how widespread things like colorism and racism are even though we can't really identify it or we didn't really identify it when we first saw it goes to show you how important education is Um, do you think that the fact sorry i'm still talking about harry potter but do you think the fact that like like there's this whole controversy about if hermione granger should have been black because of the way jk rowling describes her and even though jk rowling doesn't specifically say she was black it was kind of implied and some people were like whatever about it and like she never said that and then other people are like no she basically said that like do you think that has to do with colorism or racism even i think jk rowling just i think jk rowling when writing harry potter initially intended hermione hermione to be white but i think she got nervous like later on she's like okay well i want to seem like an inclusive progressive writer so i'm just gonna like sort of make her race like more ambiguous to the reader so that I don't get canceled. Like Katrina, I think like the original character was like meant to be white, like in JK Rowling's mind. But I think people who people just interpret characters whoever they want and that's what came about it. Yeah, I guess I think the fact that like because I went to go see Harry Potter and the Curse like Cursed yeah. Child yeah, and they make Hermione Granger black. Um, and people were, there was a rumor spreading around that, like, J.K. Rowling never wanted or, like, didn't, like, the casting for <laughs> Hermione Granger's Emma Like, they didn't like, she didn't like the fact it was Emma Watson as Hermione Granger. And people were saying, I don't know pe- what people exactly were saying about it, but I don't know. It was kind of just making me think. I think colorism in general is, like, it's not, I think like many things, it's not taught to, it's like not, it's taught to us. That's what I mean. Like colorism is ingrained in us at a young age. I think it started like as kids when we would like play with the Barbie dolls. And like there weren't any black or Asian Barbie dolls from what I knew. And there would just be like white Barbie dolls in stores. So we weren't like left with like many options to decipher for ourselves like what the beauty standard is and should be that's what i don't know that's partly what i think it was kind of given to us through like advertisements and like you know marketing whatever yeah because like when you see it like when you as a kid like you can't really you don't really know how to make decisions or like trust judgment for yourself because you haven't developed that but i think like as you like see like white faces or like white beauty standards like all around you and like literature media advertisements like you start to notice that like oh, okay is this the beauty standard that should be accepted and should I accept this and like that's sort of why I think things that's sort of why we like not we don't deliberately feed into a color society but i think what we were raised 
I think because our society was like already colorist to begin with, in a sense, we inadvertently fed into that. I mean, this is kind of an obscure, like kind of vague question, but like, what do you think, I guess, began? Because there's no real beginning point. Like, how did it kind of colorism begin? Colonization, I kid you not. All of these, all the European countries and like kingdoms colonized literally half the world. And they imparted all of their like customs and culture onto these people. And like these people didn't know any better. So they assumed that this is what should be accepted. Because white people were in power in these places. Yeah. And power equals money and money equals you get to set the standard of everything else. Basically, like Spain colonized the Philippines for like 400 for a good 400 years. And then the U.S. colonized the Philippines after. And then like in 1948, Philippines is like, OK, I'm out. I'm free. Um, but because there's a lot of like deep seated transculturation, that's why my last name is Franco. It's of Spanish descent instead of like it being like authentically Filipino. And that happens in a lot of like Filipino people's last names. Almost like virtually every single last name is of Spanish or Portuguese or Iberian descent. There are some ways that we as individuals can, um, cause I feel like as individuals there's like, I know, don't mean to sound cynical but there's only so much we can do or like we so much of an impact that we can really make on our society. But like, what do you think we can all do to like inform people around us about colorism or like to stop feeding into beauty standards about colorism? I think we need to stop talking about preferences in terms of skin color. Or like racial preferences when dating. I think specifically just being like, Sure, you might be attracted to this, but it shouldn't mean that you shouldn't be not open to other things. Mm-hmm. Like, because on, honestly, I feel like, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like it's very hard to to control who you're attracted to. Is that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, like innately attracted to, yeah, that makes sense. Like innately, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be open. Like, <laughs> shouldn't be like, oh, I only like white guys. I'm attracted. You like you shouldn't be so. Like you should make sure. Like yeah, I might be attracted. I tend to be attracted to white guys, but does it mean that I wouldn't date a black person? (laughs) I think another thing we can all do is like stop consuming media that's super colorist in a way. I think also undoing, um, like your own internalized like insecurities about like what you look like or whatever because I think that's kind of helped me even though yeah I'm still insecure about a lot of things but like I've recognized that some of it's rooted in colorism and so it's like okay I don't really want to think about that. We can start supporting um, people more people of color in general and not just tokenize certain people of color like Zendaya or even though Zendaya's great. Zendaya's queen. Yeah, no, I know Zendaya's great and all, but she's not the only person of color. Well, yeah, obviously. Awesome, of course. But we should also like not treat her like she's the only person of color. There are a lot of like really awesome people of color who don't get the spotlight often. 
who are like equally as if not more talented than their white counterparts. I just want to say, like, I don't mean to sound cliche, but <laughs> I think it all, okay, in a serious note, it does start from each of us as individuals. I think if we do like our own work to dismantle colorism, then we collectively as a society can like stop perpetuating like certain beauty standards to be upheld. You go girl.